Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Sad Girls Podcast. It's your girl Jess and I'm here with Lena. Hi guys, it's Lena and today we got a special topic which is red flags for guys or girls and it's for relationships or first dates and everything in that gray area over there. So Jess, do you want to mention your first red flag that you think is a, I guess for first dates, we can talk about first dates first. Yeah, we'll we'll start off easy. Um, but I find that on first dates, the biggest red flag that I see is when guys pull out their phone or girls. Yeah. Whenever they pull out their phone, it's just like an immediate like they're not interested mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. me. And like it's different from like pulling out your phone and being like, okay, I gotta Google something or like Google Maps something, and then like we go on a walk to wherever we figure out where we're going next. But like, if this person is like snapping stuff like on your date and like constantly like doing social media things i feel like their attention is just like not put on me and the the connection just like automatically like goes away i don't don't know if you feel the same but that's kind of like a pet peeve for for mine yeah like it's the same for me but sometimes i feel like i feel like i don't go on my phone that much but because i do go on it occasionally during the first date i feel cautious and because guys usually don't go on their phones that much i feel like oh my gosh like he probably thinks i'm the one who's on my phone too much but sometimes in reality like Mm -hmm. for me i even apologize i'm just like oh sorry i'm on my phone it's because i don't know why it always happens to me but whenever i'm on a date or something it could be first second or third but people urgently like message me during the time oh my gosh and like I try to close it and like not answer it, but then it's like in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. So I go back on my phone and answer it. And I feel like, crap, like, does he think I'm the type of girl who's always on my phone? So after I answer like four messages, for example, then I close my phone. I'm like, okay, don't be tempted to look at it. Like, don't look at it. Don't look at it, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, I think it's hard, but I get it like for social media, especially if they're always posting something or if they're just scrolling through social media when you're supposed to be like talking and stuff or hanging out. Then I think, yeah, it's a, it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. I think for, for me, if I ever have to pull out my phone on a first date because uh, a friend is like urgently needing me, I actually end up telling the the guy that like, I'm on the about? date with like what's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we like talk about it. Sometimes they even give me advice and I think it's kind of cute. Like you guys actually really connect well. So it works out for the better in that case. But if I don't think we're vibing, then generally I won't tell them what I'm like texting my friend about, but I'll just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like my friend is sort of like in a crisis and I just um, had to like help calm her down, for example. Right. Yeah. But um, generally I include the guy that I'm like on the date with and we, we talk about it and we have a good time um, from my past experiences. Are there any other red flags that you normally see on a first date? Like what what comes to mind? I think. If a guy like pulls, up. I think that when you're in the first date, like obviously, depending on how fast their conversation, um, sorry, I'm stumbling my words again, <laughs> but depending on how fast, like the conversation goes and how deep you guys get into, like in the first date, you guys could mention about like exes and everything. But I think depending on how mm. they talk about their ex. Or if they eat, if they're the first ones to mention their ex, to be honest, it could be a red flag, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, I haven't experienced it too much to think of it as a red flag. I think I've only been on maybe like two dates that people have like mentioned in the past. But yeah, it's, it's like not a huge red flag for me, but I think it could be a red flag for some people. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm going to be so honest right now. Um, I do talk about some of my exes on first dates, but it's because the conversation gets to mm-hmm. that. Like, I obviously don't bring it up within like the first like couple hours if our date extends past a couple hours. Um, but I generally don't bring them up unless like needed to. Like, I feel like you learn a lot from your past relationships. So sometimes talking about it with your first date, like or on your first date, does give like a relatively good insight onto how a relationship would kind of pan out with them um 
but I don't think that's always the case. Like there's a difference between talking about your exes and like, oh, I learned a lot and talking about your exes like I'm still in yeah, love with them. It, like, you know, there's a it's, huge difference. I think the red flag for me is either one, they're still not over it or they are over it, but they're just still very bitter about it. Like they mm-hmm. haven't, they haven't I gotten see, over I them see. in the fact that like accepting that they're broken up, you know, and mm-hmm, they're, they just, mm-hmm. there's this full of hatred and like, they're just like, I don't know why it happened and whatever, fuck her. You know, if that mentality, then I'll be like, oh, is that Ooh. how you're going to treat me if things don't go well, you know? So yeah, I think there's yeah. like two different types of people that like mention their ex, I guess, in a bad way. Um, mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, another red flag that I really, really hate. It really irks me. Is, and I know you know that it irks me a lot. Um, <laughs> but basically when they don't dress up or like try to make their appearance look okay. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like I know, yes, I dress with like nicer brands, whatever. But like, I don't care if my significant other doesn't have the same like brand names or expensive clothes or whatever like it could be forever 21 for all i know or fucking thrift shops you know as long as you Mm -hmm. look put together i will not question it i will not care you know um yeah and especially in the first few dates you expect someone to look their best and that means they're trying it means they're thinking about like oh what you think about them you know and Mm -hmm. for people to show up in like puffer jackets and like sweats and sneakers when you've literally told them what like what you wanted to do like go to a bar and they show up like that like and you kind of think to yourself like okay is this like him not caring like what am i doing with this guy you know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i think like that if the effort isn't there it's very obvious yeah. like one of my like really close friends she went on a first date with this guy and he showed up in like red ball shorts <laughs> and and when she when she came <laughs> when she came to tell me and uh, some of my other friends like what had happened on the date she she led with that and then all of us were kind of like turned off by it we were like uh i don't know how i feel but for me i personally don't care about what guys wear i just want them to be presentable i guess presentable yeah. because i i'm not going to lie i dress not that i dress up but my makeup is done up my hair is done like my clothes are kind of like going out style so it's like you would kind of hope that they match that sort of like effort right yeah like i don't know if you're trying to pull up like we're playing like a game of ball like i don't know how i'd feel um especially okay because for me like when i know what clothes you have at home like i've been to your place and I know you can dress mm. well and you choose not to when you're with me, then I'll just be like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And it's not like I've been dating you for like five years and we could chill out like that. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you really got to try at the first few dates because that's like the make or break, mm-hmm. right? It shows how much you care, yeah. um, how invested you are like to begin with. And then, you know, after a while, you can get comfortable. But if you get comfortable too early, like, it's GG. It's game like, over. Like, if you haven't seen me without makeup or if you haven't seen me in tights yet, you don't deserve to wear that to a date yet. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, wait. I can't I can't agree with that, like, 100% because I'm guilty of wearing, like, Lulu tights to my dates. But it makes my butt look really nice. So I feel like you have to give me a pass for yeah. that and i also kind of wear like like um stuff that goes over it so you can't really yeah. tell that they're tight so they just kind of just look like um like black yeah, pants yeah, yeah. essentially um so i feel like i'm on both sides of this like i try but i don't at the same mm. time like i don't know what's trying too hard and i'm not fashionable yeah. so it's hard to say i think it's i think it's harder for guys oh yeah yeah like it's easier for us to get away with things do you think um a guy not offering to pay or not saying like oh like let's split like is that a red flag to you i think i think it's like mixed feelings because i've actually had this talk with my friends the other day and like most of Mm. them said they they want to split on the first date and they don't care like they're gonna split like even if he tries to pay yeah they're gonna split Mm -hmm. so i think for me i'm like i guess old-fashioned in a sense where i feel like especially if the guy asked you out Wait, actually, no. I forgot how this works. It's like whoever asks 
whoever out should be responsible for the bill or i think so i forgot how the theory went i i saw a tiktok the other day and yeah because i think it's like if a guy invites you to let's say dinner and he chooses the restaurant it's nicer if he pays compared to you because he organized the whole thing right that's true that's true yeah 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 um and it it just makes sense and you just get the next one yeah exactly exactly oh i'll mention my story my second date in london it was with a different guy and went to this really nice restaurant okay pretty bougie okay Mm -hmm. and oh by the way this is the same guy if you've been listening from my past episodes the same guy that asked me to if i could twerk on a dick it's that same guy oh no (laughs) so we already know this is gonna end terribly so basically (laughs) um we went to this nice restaurant and everything was going well and honestly i always think come into the restaurant thinking that i have to pay okay so i look at the menu Mm -hmm. and i was like okay everything's like decently priced but the cocktail is 15 pounds for just one cocktail and you convert it to if you convert it to canadian dollars it's like around 25 dollars for one fucking drink Mm -hmm. so i told myself okay okay obviously i cannot get a drink you know it's a date yeah so i order just like one plate of food and then i ordered one drink and i drink it slowly so i can like savor it because i'm not trying to spend 50 dollars on two drinks yeah So I'm like slowly drinking and he's like downing his drink and he looks at me and he's like, oh, like, are you like a weak drinker? Like, why are you drinking so slow? And I'm like, oh, like, I'm trying to just drink while I'm eating and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, we can just always get another one. Let's get like more rounds. And back at home in Toronto, if someone offers more rounds, it means they're going to pay, you know? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I assumed he's going to pay. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. So mind you, we each got like four more drinks or maybe more or like I think four or five. Mm -hmm. So the bill came and I paid and like I was obviously going for my wallet. You know, the fake. Oh, Oh, yeah. The reach. (laughs) (laughs) So I go for the reach and like I slowly pulled out. And I think he knew I was doing that. He looks at me. He's like, oh, hey, like Dutch. Mm -hmm. He just looks at me. He says that. And I like hesitated and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 of course, of course. And then like I pull my wallet out and the bill comes and it's like 140 pounds. Oh, my God. So I just split like 70, 70. And I was like so fucking expensive, like over 100 Canadian dollars for one night for a guy asking me if I can twerk on a dick. Oh, my God. Like, if I genuinely had a good time, I would not mind paying, you know? But this guy was just a dick, and I had to pay for all this stuff. And honestly, all my friends asked me why I actually paid, and I should have just lied and said, oh, I don't have my wallet or something. Dang. That's a bold move. (laughs) But I already pulled up my wallet, and I was like, this poor guy, uh, I'll just do it anyways. Like, I'll just pay for it. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's weird because I'm on like all three sides of this. Like um, I want, sometimes I want the guy to pay. Sometimes I prefer to pay. And sometimes I prefer to, most of the times I'll actually split. Um, Mm -hmm. But sometimes I like, obviously I like it when the guy pays because it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm being taken care of. Like, this is really nice. But then sometimes I don't mind paying because I'm like asserting my dominance. Like, I don't need you. Like, you don't have to pay for my stuff. Like, I can afford this, right? And then sometimes, or like, and then the third case is like, obviously, I like to split. So it's like, um, they don't feel like they're entitled to anything. Um, yeah. But it's so weird because I'm literally like, all three of those like scenarios like run through my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think it's like a red flag if they don't offer to pay. Like, regardless, guy or girl, I think it sort of is a red flag. Or, like, at least do, like, yeah, the reach, right? Um, Like, pretend. Like, don't look away or look on your phone when the bill comes. I think for girls, like, the worst part is, like, when they're, like, fluttering their eyes or, like, looking at you to, like, give you the sign that you're paying, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I know some girls that do that. And I just feel like it's... It puts more pressure on the guy sometimes. I guess if it's, like, a really wealthy dude, he wouldn't care. Yeah. But I think for, like, average guys, it puts a lot of pressure on them. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree. 
Yeah. So one of my flatmates, she went on a date with this guy and they went to like, I think a cafe or something, but the cafe had real food and drinks and everything. Mm -hmm. So she just got, (laughs) she just got a coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause she was like already getting bad vibes from the first impressions with him, like introductions. I guess maybe he looked a little different from his photos or something. I don't know. Oof. Yeah. But um, she got, like, weird vibes. And then he, like, ordered food and I think a drink as well. And then when the bill came, she thought, like, she just had to pay for the coffee, you know, like, three bucks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and he goes, do you want to, like, split or, like, pay for it? He asked her if she wants to pay for it. (laughs) I'm so shook. Oh, my God. I've never heard that from anyone. Yeah. And like there is another time to someone else and they both had a meal. They both had a drink. Everything was great. And the guy just sat there looking at her. With when the bill came. What? Yeah. No freaking way. What do you even do in that situation? Like, do you say, like, so, like, we're splitting it? Or, like, do you say, like, I don't, how do you even approach it? Because it's not normal for guys to ask uh, girls to pay. So it's like the vibe totally changes when they do expect the girl to pay. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't even know what I would do. Yeah. Do you know what I just realized? Mm. I think back in Toronto, I never paid for anything, even if it was a casual relationship. Like, the guys always paid. It was not until I came here that, like, guys want to split or, and, like, I hear stories about guys asking girls to pay and stuff. Interesting. To be fair, things are way more expensive there than they are here. True, true. So, but, like, I don't know. It's kind of, like, the norm, though. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's... That's interesting. Maybe it's just the dating culture. Or maybe it's the guys I'm seeing. Because honestly, it was only the guy who, like, the twerking dick one. Um, It was only him who asked to split. Like, everyone else I've been on date with here always paid for me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I actually try and, like, I take out my card to, like, tap. And they, like, take the thing away. And they're like, no, you're not paying. Oh, I think that's kind of cute. I actually, like, I don't know. Guys kind of get brownie points when they kind of like push me out mm. of the way to pay or like move my yeah. my hand away. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, I'll pay. I don't like. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Okay. He's a little aggressive. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling yeah. away now. <laughs> okay. Real question. And I'm not trying to be shallow. But because. But, like, you, but you are shallow. You just and, <laughs> But I am. I am. I am shallow, but like, let's pretend that I'm not for a okay. hot second. Is it a red flag if a guy is short when you like, you know, when you meet oh, them yeah. on the app and then you see them in person and they're like short? Is that a red flag? Okay. I'm going to be honest. If they, if they like purposely try to make themselves look taller and never mention height, I think that's a red flag. Cause I've, um, cause I've been with this. Oh no, I've not been with. Sorry, it was my uh, past roommate, like back home. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she matched with this guy on Tinder, and I've matched with him before. And he's honest, like he's honestly a little weird. And I didn't realize until she like was gonna go leave and like go on a date with him. And I was like, oh, like I matched with him before. I didn't have good vibes. So just be careful, you know, before you go. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, I think I'll be fine. Like we talked a lot, which is fair because I never got into like deep conversation with him. So maybe he could be a decent guy, you know? So I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. yeah, like go have fun. So she comes back and she's like laughing her ass off. And she's like, yo, he's like shorter than me. <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like in his pictures, like he makes himself look so tall and he's like standing on things or he's like with shorter friends or like angles. Mm -hmm. And like when they try to kiss, she couldn't. She just couldn't. And he was like, he was like, what's wrong? And she's like, dude, like you're short. Straight (laughs) up. She said that to him. Yeah. And then when she tried to leave, he's like, oh, like, do you want to try again sometime? Or do you want to meet up another time? She's like, no. Damn. 
that sucks poor guy yeah (laughs) and then um i think like honestly like some short guys i'm not gonna say every short guy like there's honestly great short guys out there Mm -hmm. but a lot of short guys i say guys (laughs) short guys Mm -hmm. Especially in like clubs and bars, they're kind of creepy. And honestly, I've been with some short guys, like either my height or shorter, and they have like big dick energy and they try to like talk up their sex game and everything. But then when the time comes down to the action, it sucks. And then when I try to call them out and like say it wasn't good, they'll be like, oh, I know you're enjoying it because you're like, okay, I'll give you a specific example. I'm going to say, I'm going to put a disclaimer. It's a little graphic. So if you're uncomfortable <laughs> talking about periods or sex, le- turn your oh, okay. turn your ears off right now. Like, turn this off right now. Skip, yeah, skip, skip ahead. ahead a little bit, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so basically, I was seeing this guy, and, like, I really, really, really vibed with him. And he, I think he was a bit shorter than me. But because he he wasn't bad looking and he has like nice style and everything, I was like, okay, like it's not bad. I can I can try this out. So I meet up with him and he's like super nice and like we joke around and like we roast each other, roast each other and everything. Everything's great. So then the next time we meet up, he's like, oh, like, uh, can I go over to your place? And obviously we're trying to like fuck and stuff. But I was like, oh, I'm on my period. Mind you, this guy was always talking about how great he was in bed and everything and that, like, I'll never experience anything similar to it, like, blah, blah, literally talking up the game so, so, so much, especially because I think at the time I told him that it's been a while since I've had sex because I told myself that because I told myself that. I was going to like the next person I sleep with is going to be a boyfriend, basically, <laughs> which clearly isn't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I told myself that. So, like, I told him, yeah, it's been a while since I've had some action down there. So he's obviously trying to, like, talk it up. And I was like, OK, like I've have like high expectations. But then that day I had my period. So I was like, oh, I don't know if you still want to come over. And he's like, no, it's fine. Like, we can still try to do something. So he comes over tries to finger me and stuff but it was not good and like he was hitting the wrong spots okay oh yeah mm -hmm. and then he like we obviously tried to fuck and stuff but like i was bleeding a lot so then it didn't happen and i told Mm -hmm. him afterwards like through text when he left i was like honestly it wasn't that great today like i don't think we can like make it work and he and he's like why not like you were so wet for me like i know like you're bleeding like a huge clot of blood came out like a near like loving it oh my god and i'm like wait 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 a blood clot came out and you think (laughs) i'm enjoying it i a blood clot comes out when i sneeze or when i laugh too hard oh no like you you're not special (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so i was like uh i'm sorry to bruise your ego there buddy but like it wasn't good and i was like roasting him because the thing Mm. is with a lot of i guess like short guys um or even small dick energy Mm -hmm. they they think if you do it hard and fast, like we enjoy it so much, especially with fingering or stimulation on the clit. And you know how sensitive the clit is, but guys are so aggressive sometimes. It's, it's so painful, you know? Yeah. And I'll Less be is more <laughs> exactly. And I'll be sore for days on. And that's, and that's not good because I'll be hating you for like three more days, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you might think, oh, she likes it aggressive. She likes this. Maybe some girls like it. But when a girl straight up tells you that she doesn't like it, don't keep doing it because you think she's just saying, yeah. oh, no, I don't want it. You know, <laughs> like, no, if I said no, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's all I got to say about short guys. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think like. In my experience with short guys, mind you, I don't think I've ever like slept with anyone that was short, but I've definitely like high standards. To them you picky girl. <laughs> <laughs> I am so picky. It's so annoying. Um, so yeah, short guys they they just tend to be like overprotective, overbearing, um, and it's like not in a cute way. It's not like I don't know, like they're taking care of you. It's like they're controlling you. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've noticed with, like, a lot of short guys. Or, like, yeah, sometimes short guys will just, like, enjoy having girls, like, gas up their ego. Even though, like, maybe they don't bring that much to the table, right? Oh, yeah. They they love it so much. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say like all of them are like that, but I will tell you like 99% of them are like that. And it's really yeah. unfortunate because now it's like turned me away from it. And subconsciously I'm like, you're kind of short. And I notice guys do lie about their height, which I guess is normal. It's like, whatever. Um, but I tried to give a short guy a chance. He was like five eight, so he's not that short. That's what he said. That's what he said, right? And that's what me, he said. me being skeptical, I was like, "This is fake." So we were snapping at one point, and I like, oh my god, this is so creepy. I'm gonna expose myself, but like, I opened the snap <laughs> and I took a picture of it with my laptop camera. Oh, so I it remember. Didn't tell him. I remember. Yeah. So it didn't tell him that I screenshotted or whatever. I had a copy and I sent it to my friends, and I was like, "Y'all." Let's calculate this guy's height based on the washroom door he has behind him, <laughs> as well as like the light switch in perspective of where it falls, like in um, like with his body, basically. Mm-hmm. And we placed our bets. Some of my friends said, I think he's five, six. I said he's five, seven, um, but closer to five, six, I guess, like between five, six and five, seven. And then none of my friends said that he was five, eight. And sure enough, when I saw him, I was wearing heels. And while I'm wearing heels, I'm generally like five, six, I think. Um, But yeah, we were like eye to eye. So he was definitely lying about his height, but he was really cute. So you win some, you lose some. I think that's how um, that's why he lies, because he thinks his face can make up for it. Yeah, but I don't know. Like it it didn't vibe. We didn't vibe because it felt like I was taking care of him. Yeah, I'm the type that likes to be like taking care of oh my god yeah i sound so high maintenance but i like to be pampered. she is like, high maintenance guys. yeah good luck <laughs> yeah sorry in advance <laughs> um but at least i'm honest about it and i know yeah. it's just like it just feels nice to be like um not babied but to be taken care of and looked after you know like mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be your mom like no yeah. thank you because like i think for me because like i'm a bigger girl like I need someone who's like taller and bigger to make me like feel better about myself, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I already have so many insecurities. And if I'm going to have someone smaller than me or like shorter than me or the same height, I'm going to feel like added pressure or like added insecurities, you know? No, I, I get it, though. Another one I wanted to mention, I, th- I think it's more for girls rather than guys. Mm-hmm. But like when girls have like the crazy eyes you know oh my god yeah and everyone who's seen one in their life will know what i'm talking about and if you're a girl who doesn't know what i'm talking about (laughs) i feel bad for you because you have no warning as to like Mm -hmm. how good a friend or a girlfriend can be because oh my lord like if you know someone who had a crazy eyes early on the relationship run run now that's all i gotta say i I agree. I agree completely. Like, I don't want to hate on that because uh, I feel like they can't control it. But it it says a lot about how they'll react to situations because those eyes, like that look, it only comes out when their mood is at a certain like level or in a certain way, right? So I find that girls generally have this look way more than guys. I think I've like hardly ever seen it on guys, to be honest. I don't know if you have, Lena. I feel like guys mostly only get to that point when they're like super angry and they're actually psychotic. Mm-hmm. But I think like generally like guys don't have the crazy eyes. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is about girls and their crazy eyes, but even some of my like female friends, like you can see it. <laughs> and uh... yeah, I, I, I'm thinking of a few people right now, actually. Oh, I guess because we talked about like phones and like using phones on your first date mm-hmm. it kind of goes hand in hand with like social media so how do you feel about either i guess a girl or guy who's like super into like social media um and like or or even not social media but they need their life to be perfect yeah you know? i'm not a huge fan of that but i i do have a lot of friends that care about their like feed and and like the aesthetic of it which i respect you know it's it's hard work to do that it's i can't do that personally um but i think it there's like a fine line between caring about how you look on social media and making that your life Mm -hmm. like i i know some some girls that like care so much about their social media they always have to get the perfect picture of the food spread when we go out to eat 
Um, she needs to get the right lighting when we're like out taking. Are you talking about me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You're actually not that bad. Like, I know you take pictures of your food. I, I think for me. Yeah, I think for me, like, I don't need like the f- the wide angle and like wait for every single food because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm the type to like just take pictures of the close-up of like whenever dish comes first because i know some people that actually wait until every single thing is on the table my food's gonna get cold exactly exactly yeah like i what i find annoying is when girls ask you to take pictures of them and they ask you to take like pictures for literally like 30 minutes to like an hour like i can't do that like do i look like a professional photographer like no Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and girl you're you're like you're using the same lighting like i don't know how different you want the first photo and the last photo to be like Mm -hmm. what can i possibly possibly like take you know what cheeses me the most is like they make me take so many pictures Mm. and they don't post it like i'll i'll wait like four months after even i was like oh i wonder when she's gonna post it honestly it's been three years still never posted it Mm. waste of my time Mm -hmm. waste of my time Mm -hmm. oh i hate that like it kind of irks me and i'm not gonna lie if a guy did that to me i would also be just as pissed off um yeah. but the guys that i go for like they're the type to be kind of like sort of low-key on social media like if you have like 300 400 followers on like insta and like five posts like you're my kind of guy <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't know why i just prefer those types of guys like of course they they definitely do care about their looks like the the guys that i've dated in the past but yeah. it's like a healthy amount, you know, as mm-hmm. long as they're not controlling how I look when I'm with them. Like, I seriously, like, couldn't care less. And, you know, it's nice because they, they look presentable. Like, they actually yeah. put in an effort for, for their style and stuff like that. And I think, like, someone who, like, cares about social media so much, it's so hard to maintain a relationship with them, you know? And at some point you feel like, oh, like, is she only or is she or he liking me only because of my aesthetic or like my style or like my looks or do they actually like spending time with mm-hmm. me? And I have friends yeah. who've like crashed parties just to like get photos and like they don't even know the host of oh the party, but they just go for the photos and they make mm-hmm. the the mutual friend like handle everything and i feel bad for the mutual friend because i'm just like i know for sure your friend knows we're only using like this party to take a photo at the place you know because it's the airbnb it's a nice area and stuff like that and then we just leave after Mm -hmm. and like don't hang out with the people who hosted the party yeah and i just feel so awkward in that situation oh my gosh and i know that person's significant other was there and it was so cringe you know oh yikes and like I don't know. I just find that it doesn't make sense when you have like a really low following as well. Like, I mean, I guess everyone starts somewhere, but now you're ruining the actual experience yeah. for your photos that you aren't even going to post. Like, it's like who really benefits from this entire like hour that you wasted or like however mm-hmm. long you did it, like from everyone's life. Like, it just it's like annoying. Like, I'm more of the type of person to like live in the moment type of vibe like i don't take too many pictures i don't take a lot of videos and i try to now because i find that me and my closest friends we don't have a lot of photos together (laughs) like us us included yeah so i i make it like a conscious effort to do it but um i don't know i i just rather enjoy the vibe with uh with your friends like whatever you're Mm -hmm. doing right i feel like uh maybe we should move into deeper like what are red flags with guys that you know mm, you try to get things like uh, a little bit more serious with them like uh potential mm. dating okay. uh relationships i think a major thing is like whether or not the person has like goals or ambition you know mm-hmm. and for me like you know i'm not a judgmental person like like i said with the clothes thing earlier like i could care less what you wear but as long as you're presentable so same thing goes to like ambition and jobs and whatever a career you know i don't care if you're a Mm -hmm. janitor i don't care if you're a garbage collector like whatever Mm -hmm. it is that your actual career is like good for you 
but I need to know like you enjoy what you're doing and you're striving for the best and that like yeah. or if, if or if it's just a job you're doing now just to save money or it's just a job you've had for a long time then yeah respect that but then they have a hobby or something that like they want to pursue you know like mm-hmm. I like for example if my, my boyfriend was like a garbage collector or like a janitor for a school if he hates his job and he's complaining to me every day but he's not quitting or he's not doing a side hustle he's not like trying to learn something new to like get out of it then I'm not going to be with you, you know? Like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. why are you just going to be a low life and just complain about life when you could actually do something with, with what you have? And yeah, that yeah. was, like, kind of, like, a game... Not game changer. Like, last straw, I guess, for what I experienced in my last relationship. or Not relationship, but situationship, because you guys know I've never been mm-hmm. in one. Um, <laughs> I was like thinking of all the good times I've had with this person, but then I really think about my future and I'm just like, this person hates their job and it's not a bad job. Like they get paid well, but they hate their job. And like, I asked them what they do and they're like, oh, I just work. And I'm like, what do you do for fun? Oh, I drink and eat outside. Okay. But like, what are your hobbies? You know, like, do you want to be a manager of that store? Like, no, I don't think I'd be a manager. So like, what do you want to do? You know? And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like the answer is I don't fucking know. And that person was like well Ugh. over like my age limit. Not saying that I have an age limit, mm-hmm. but that person is at an age where he's supposed to know what he's, he wants in life. You know, if you don't know it at that age, you'll never know. And I asked like, what hobbies do you have? Um, I don't really have anything. Like, I just know this guy plays poker online and he games. Oh, God, this guy's going to know once he listens oh yeah you might as well just drop <laughs> this the happens app. every episode but i'm just but i'm just an open person so i'm just sharing this mm-hmm. and i really really like this yeah. person but then i have to like really put my future in the picture because i'm so young you know so mm-hmm. that's that's a huge red flag for me it's like they need to be ambitious and they need to be like striving for something you know yeah yeah i agree i think I'm not going to lie, like, I was in that position as well. Like, I sort of had that red flag. I think I grew out of it now. Um, But in university, like, I pretty much just went to school. And at night, I would smoke a lot with um, Okay, but you're a student. my, My friends. Yeah, but it still felt like my goals and ambitions weren't as um, defined. Yeah. Yeah, compared to some of my, like, peers at school. So it felt like I was almost like not going anywhere mm-hmm. and it was kind of like scary. I was like in limbo with uh, what was going on with um, my career and and school and all that because I, I honestly didn't think I was going to make it through. But then once I actually graduated, once I got my full time job, then it kind of kicked me in the ass and I was like, hey, I have so much more potential like I can mm-hmm. do better. And th- that's why I think I grew out of my red flag because, you know, I want to do something that like I want to love yeah, I like that. Um, yeah so it's easier with like programming Mm -hmm. and stuff you can choose um like new skills to learn and there's so much stuff online so it's like whatever like um all your resources are there but i get for like some people in other like fields like business specifically like where do you learn these skills like what do you Mm -hmm. do right um but i guess it all comes down to like how like if you're willing to try yeah and put in that effort right like that makes the biggest difference and that I think separates you from like this red flag that we're like talking about right but i'm just trying to like sympathize with like sympathize empathize (laughs) with um the people who have this sort of like hanging over their shoulder like as baggage like you can outgrow it it's fine i think for me it's like one if i'm trying to think of a future with this person then i have to think like okay are they going to support my family like my kids you know and number Mm. two if they're if we're just dating or like seeing each other we're not even dating yet and they're complaining about working every day and they hate their job imagine being married to that and that negative energy around you like i can't have that like i get Mm -hmm. it everyone hates Mm -hmm. their job but like when it's like (laughs) whining and something you can do about it you know i don't know it's just irks me yeah I, I think like yeah every job has their ups and downs but if it's something that like you can change and you know like I personally can't leave my job even if I wanted to right now because I need the work experience and my company is great like I love the culture and everything so I can't leave it but there's other people 
I'm not saying that I will, by the way, if anyone from work is <laughs> I was going to say, oh, like, yeah. No, 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 no. I love you guys. Like, please <laughs> don't <make laughs> me. Don't fire me. <laughs> yeah. But like uh, there's certain people where like, you know, they're at their job for like years and years and years. And you're kind of like you haven't leveled up. You haven't done anything to benefit your yourself in any mm. sort of way. Like there's no way that this is the end of the road. Right. Like you could do so much. Yeah, better. Or the type of people that like complain that they're not com- promoted. But then like, did you ever do anything to make them promote you? Like they think it's supposed to be handed to you because they've been there for so long, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to work for it. You got to have ambition. You need to have like, you know, the passion and like the push to like work hard. Um. So in my last relationship, um, this was like a huge thing for me. I, I don't know why I knew you were going to say it's, this. I, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> a huge red flag for me is when the person you're seeing forgets, quote unquote, to tell you very important details about their future. Example. So let me let me let me just. Yeah. Put out an example. This is going to be very obvious about who it is. Um, but my ex forgot or like basically just didn't want to tell me that they were going back to school and sure go back to school like whatever I support it do your master's do your PhD whatever it is right like uh, more education great but the thing is we were kind of in a long distance relationship I was in uh, I was in Kingston and the person I was seeing was in Toronto so you know I was talking about like okay we can see each other on weekends like I can come back to Toronto and we can like visit or hang out whatever like it's only a three-hour trip but this person the whole like the whole time they knew that they were going back to school um and their school was in the opposite direction of uh like Kingston essentially so now the trip is like a six-hour drive or five five to six hours whatever and it's not easy to get to by train so this person let me go on for like months and months about like how we would see each other and things that we could do on weekends and then I had to find out from their friend at a social gathering this person was like oh uh, this person's friend was like oh yeah haha so and so is going back to school for like whatever program and then everyone was like oh that's awesome and I was sitting there and I was shook to like my core because I had zero clue and people were looking at me and I was like oh my god I look like a dumbass girlfriend because I didn't know her significant other was going back to school like I was so embarrassed and Lena was also with me and I didn't say anything until we left and we got in the I car. I knew and I was she like, was going to be so like, mad. What the oh fuck was that? Yeah. And Lena was sitting in the back seat, and it was like me and my um, like significant other at the time sitting in the front. And I was just like, why didn't you tell me? Like, where did this come from? Like you literally like hit it basically. Like I kind of joked about it at first, but then um, eventually I snapped and I was like, this is actually so shady like what are you hiding by telling me that you accepted um going back to school like I get it some people don't like to tell you things that are happening in the future because they're like they're unsure about it they don't know if it's actually going to happen and they don't want to keep people's like hopes up right but I feel like there's a line and he definitely crossed it and that like that fucked up my trust with him like it fucked up with my my trust with like my future relationships as well um and I just hate it when people kind of like just tuck things in the back like those types of things are big moments like if you told me like you got a job and you were like moving I would be like okay fucking tell me like almost ASAP Mm -hmm. right like don't go and tuck it under the rug and be like by the way I'm leaving (laughs) huh catch flights not feelings you know like I'm not here for that that's that's so fucked up and I think that's a huge red flag because obviously my previous relationship just like ended in a total shit show we're okay now like i've mentioned before but yeah that pissed me off like i was furious and lena saw it all and i felt so bad for i had her. to leave like she she car. didn't know what to do okay basically <laughs> yeah. he was dropping us off somewhere so we can call an uber because it's quite far mm-hmm. and i could feel the heat from the back seat okay <laughs> and mind you our i already called the uber so the guy was here and they're mid like mid fight and I just poke in. I'm like, guys, the Uber is here. And Jess is like, oh, you can go first. I'll be back soon. 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, I'll be there. Like, just go tell the guy. Like, wait. <laughs> like, I was pissed. And then I'm waiting in the Uber, and I'm just like, yeah, my friend's coming. Like, she's just talking to her friend. Like, it's fine. It's fine. And then you come back, and I'm like, okay, it's over, for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah, it was bad. I should have known from that point on that we probably weren't gonna work yeah. out. <laughs> Oh, since they're talking about, like, I guess, friends and stuff like that. For mm. me, a red flag is even though the guy you're with might seem like he's a good guy and everything. And you've like the first few dates are like, oh, he's like really nice. Like we get along. We got like same values. But once you get mm -hmm. to meeting the friends and you have like bad vibes from the friends, I think that's a red flag. For example, like if mm -hmm. someone's either homophobic or they say stuff like not all men, you know, like if their friends say that, because uh, that's like yeah. the type of people mm -hmm. they're surrounding themselves with. Right. And even if he really yeah. is a saint and doesn't agree with his friends, the fact that he surrounds himself pe with people like that, it like shows a lot, you know, mm -hmm. or even like they just don't call them out on their shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like as like as friends you kind of have to call each other out on your shit because if your friends aren't going to then like who who else will you'll just continue like doing like whatever mm -hmm. you're doing right um yeah that kind of irks me too not gonna lie but i also don't normally get to the point where i meet the guy's <laughs> friends so that red flag is off my radar oh, i'm with the friends so quick. maybe that's why i i, I don't relationship. the friends don't like me Nah, I feel like they're like from what you tell me, their friends always like you. It's almost like the friends like you more than like the Aww. guy themselves. Like you're so you're so connected, like with uh, the friend. Yeah, I, I'm just easy person to like get along with. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. Another one that irked me over the years is this is kind of a sensitive one too, but like overly religious guys that like push their religion on you, like that's a red yeah. flag for me. Like, uh, I don't know if you have any experiences with this. Um, I don't have experiences, but I like no friends with experiences because I'm not a church goer myself. Mm -hmm. So I've never been into like super religious guys. Yeah. But okay. People are going to hate me. People are going to hate <laughs> me, but I'm just going to say this right now. Like Korean church boys, a uh, hell no. <laughs> Oh my god. That's a red flag on its own. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is there is there oh any god. reason why? Like is there a specific pattern that you see with these guys or anything that comes okay. to mind? Okay, okay. So I've had friends who've experienced stuff with like Korean church boys and always goes really bad. Mm. And I'm going to just say, I'm going to talk about, like, a more public figure. You know, Reed Choi on TikTok. Oh, my God. Absolute trash. He's a Korean church boy. Mm -hmm. And I've been following that story for so long. And there's people who's been in his church before when he was, like, younger. And they said his whole group of guy friends are all like that. And they force girls to do stuff. So I've just always heard horrible things about Korean church boys. Which, honestly, it could be a white dude, too. But for me, because I'm Asian. You know, mm -hmm. um, I've been more uh, around more Asian people. So I must say Korean church boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, and all my Korean friends are unfollowing me. Right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like for me, I used to date this guy like in high school. Like we weren't that serious, to be honest. Uh, he might think otherwise, but <laughs> we He's gonna call you a liar. I know. Yeah. Um. He tried to convert me, which is like, I guess it's fine if like you're trying to. But if I tell you like, like he was like, oh, come to church with me. And I was like, oh, like I've been to church before. And, you know, it, I was really uncomfortable because I was really out of my element. People were very nice, but it was also like they put me on the spot a lot. And I, I personally didn't like it. Um, it was like too much unwanted attention. Like I kind of just wanted to like observe and like absorb everything. Right. But so I told him that. And he was like, I don't get it. Why can't you just come uh, to church this one time? And I was like, okay, fine. You know what? Like for you, I'll do it. Like, where is it? This man said freaking like North York. And I was in high school. I was like, how the shit am I supposed to get from Saga to North York? Like, first of all, I don't even drive. 
Second of all, you don't even drive. Like, what do you want me to? I am not taking the goddamn bus there. Like, you're actually out of your mind for thinking that. Um, and he was like, he was like, oh, well, maybe we can like find one of our friends to like pick, pick us up and whatever. And I was like, dude, you live half an hour away from me. They're going to have to come pick me up in like deep saga go pick you up and then mm. and then go to church and this all has to be done before like i don't know like eight or nine a.m <laughs> like i was just thinking about the logistics That's so intense. yeah and he was so persistent about it and i was like no like i'm really uncomfortable in these types of situations like i i don't know how i feel um mm-hmm. and then he started ripping on me he's like you're so close-minded <laughs> oh my god I can't believe you like why can't you just do this for me like it was so toxic oh also he was like five three five four so oh you know like it all adds up short dick <laughs> I mean it's not short dick <laughs> small dick energy oh my gosh <laughs> literally yeah like it, it just made sense like after like in retrospect I saw all the red flags and I was like I still stuck uh, stuck in the relationship or stuck through it uh, but I should have I should have freaking ran for the hills like it was just so overwhelming and so uncomfortable and he was basically blaming me and then like he's not even like super religious too which also really confused me as to why this was like a really big deal for him even though I did say I would go it's just I wasn't gonna go to North York like that that's too serious and too deep From saga no. right like, oh, I just, ugh, I couldn't do it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also kind of a red flag for me. Like, I personally, yeah, before, before this guy, I was okay with, you know, dating guys who were religious. But I find that now when I do that, like, and I find out that they're very religious, like, it sort of drives me away because I know that I can't, um, like, convert or be 100% like devoted to Um, a religion he like triggered me and traumatized me from like ever being open to the idea of converting to a religion i'm i'm definitely open Mm -hmm. to the idea but i don't know if i can be like 100 percent like committed or like devoted to it um which kind of sucks because i don't know religion is like a very big thing for some people and i i've missed out on that experience um but yeah this is not meant to be a controversial topic but that's just my opinion i don't I don't want to date religious guys, but that's just yeah, me. Yeah, I'm like 100% never going to co- convert, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a big thing. It's like a whole lifestyle change for some people. So, mm-hmm. Like, I'll respect them for their practices mm-hmm. or whatever it is, but I will never convert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think when if I do get into a relationship or, like, marry someone who's serious about um, religion, I would... Before we even get married, I would have a talk and say, like, I don't think we should, like, force our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we should, like, obviously bring them when they're younger and stuff. But once they're older, I, I think we should give them the decision if they want to continue or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't, I think, like, um, it's bad to, like, force them into something they don't fully understand. Because as a kid, they'll go because they don't understand the concept of everything yet, you mm-hmm. know? But as they get older, I feel like once they understand different cultures or religions and everything like they can make their final decision then yeah yeah i agree i agree so it's okay it's not a red flag that you have a kid but it's a red flag of how you address it i think for me oh okay because um because i i get single parents like it's hard you know it's hard to date people Mm -hmm. like whether it be females like um single mothers or single fathers but um i've been with this guy in london for a while like maybe a month ish Mm -hmm. and i was really really into him and he was a sad okay i'm i'm into horoscopes (laughs) don't roast me okay i'm not into like those daily ones but i'm but for compatibility and everything i think it's very accurate for me Mm -hmm. So this guy is a Sagittarius and we get along very well and very, very awesome in bed. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the chemistry. <laughs> so, yeah, the chemistry was just, it was honestly out of everyone I've been with, the chemistry was just like top notch. Okay. It was chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> yeah, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so I've like had so much fun with this guy and everything was great. And to be honest, like from the first date, he told me he had a son. 
I need to explain this. It, yeah, okay. I was like, wait, he just like, he just like dropped it on you. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I I was super drunk when I went to this bar. It was a nice place, and I knew they had food, and I thought we we're gonna have food together, but we did meet pretty late, like around eight thirty. So like he already had dinner because he assumed I had dinner, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So before I went to meet him, I went on um. I went out with my friends at a bar and we drank and I didn't have food. And then I came to the bar to meet him and we had more drinks. I had like at least like six cocktails or more Mm -hmm. and I was buzzed. Okay. I'm buzzed. (laughs) And we're talking about tattoos. And then this guy comes and says, Oh yeah, this tattoo is like a tree of life, you know, because my son was born, but then my father also passed away the same time. But at this, at the moment I was drunk and I saw a tree, I heard son. So I was like, Oh, it's a tree of life with just like the father and like a picture of a son, mm-hmm. you know, like actual. Son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was S U N. Okay. <laughs> so drunk me was like, Oh, this guy's great. He has a tattoo of his dad and this and that. And then fast forward to the second date. I'm over at his place because it's locked down afterwards and like stuff closed down. So I went over to his place and things are going great. And we we're trying to have sex. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I really, really trust this guy. So I was like, oh, like, <laughs> should we just like take the condom off? That's a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> okay he's also he he was also a lawyer so i know he's like you know he can he can pay for child support (laughs) yeah no 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 but i told him uh, no i was on birth control chill chill chill. okay okay oh my god i thought you were wilding (laughs) no i'm not that wild okay so i was like yeah i'm clean i got tested and plus like i'm i'm on birth control like can we like not use a condom Mm. while i'm like having sex with him okay i'm like fucking right and this guy says <laughs> the last time a girl said that i have a son now <gasps> oh my god and, and i was still like riding him okay so i was like oh do i just ignore that or do i just continue <laughs> do you like hop off at that point like <laughs> so i continued because i was like okay gotta commit mm-hmm. you know and um, at that point, I only had, like, two glasses of wine, so I was clearly not as drunk as before. So I clearly heard this. Yeah. And after everything and, like, we finished, we were cuddling, I kind of asked him more questions. And he, he like, knew I sounded surprised. So he told me, he's like, wait, like, you didn't know I had a son? Like, I told you on the first night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you asked me about what tattoo. I said I had a son and my father passed away. And I was like, oh, you meant an actual son. I thought you meant like S-U-N oh and a God. tree, you know? So um, he's like, no, 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 I have a son. And basically what happened was um, he had like a casual relationship and the girl lied and said she was on birth control. And then she moved away to like New Zealand and then told him like, oh, by the way, I'm also married, but <gasps> this is your kid. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that wasn't the red flag, but I think like from that point on, I felt like weird vibes, you mm-hmm. know, and I was just thinking to myself, like, why do I always see him only on the weekdays? And it's usually got Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> oh, like what if the kid was actually here and like he has a kid on the weekends and I just I don't know. It's like obviously i'm a girl i'm overthinking Mm -hmm. but it was just like a lot of questions in my head so in the end i just called it quits because i don't want to keep worrying myself over things like this yeah yeah yeah. and plus the whole story is so complicated i was like i don't want to get involved yeah and like what if something happens and he's like gonna go to his baby mama or something i don't know Mm -hmm. so i was just like this is too complicated i don't know the full story or if it's even the real story you know yeah 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 so i left because it was a red flag yeah yeah should we talk about our red flags do you know what your red flag is i think my red flag obviously like i think every girl's red flag is like we're overthinkers Mm -hmm. and i always think of the worst and sometimes it's just so simple and it's like obviously you try to tell yourself don't think about it it's nothing Mm -hmm. 
if they're still here and talking to you normally, it's fine. But I was thinking this the other day because I think I just miss having someone like a companion Mm -hmm. in my life. And I was thinking of even like the guy I left in Toronto and then also the baby daddy situation. (laughs) Yeah. Because because he was such a nice guy, like the baby daddy guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like maybe I did overthink or maybe I didn't. I don't know. And I just like freaked out him Mm -hmm. or freaked him out. So I just feel like, okay, maybe, yeah, it, maybe I did listen to my gut feeling and it was right. But at the same time, I always like freak myself out before things get serious. Because mm-hmm. even like past situationships I've been in, like I've always told the guy, because a guy, like a lot of guys were ready to be in relationships with me. Yeah. But I always told myself like, no, I don't like him like that. Like, no, like I always overanalyze, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to guys that I actually like, they never want to be in the relationship with me. So I feel like because that always happens to me, I'm scared to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I, my fear of rejection. So when a guy is down, I'm like scared, you know? Yeah. Yo, sometimes you just got to take that like leap of faith though and and see where things take you. Mm. I know. I feel like I should start doing that. Yeah. But then at the same time, you know, you don't want to waste your time with like someone that there's like no potential with. Right. That's true. And yeah. like stuff is open now in London. So I'm out and about. So mm, it's a hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah. If I, if, if I was still in lockdown, maybe I'll settle down with someone. But, you know, I'm out and about now. I can't be settling down. Mm. Yo, I think lockdown or not, like I'd be so down to like settle <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i'm like this um also well you're like ready to start a family I'm just yo sh- okay i'm not ready to start a family let's let's not like get, <laughs> don't get that confused i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm the one that's ready to start a family if i find the right guy mm, it's down mm, mm. <laughs> oh man i respect that though like it's weird we're like pretty different in that sense but mm. we still get along really well but yeah, like yeah. a red flag of mine is um, I low-key cry a lot. Maybe not now. Uh, I haven't cried in a while-ish. Um, <laughs> but I used to cry like over like the smallest things when it came to like relationships. And now I, I like, I don't want to say I'm like cold hearted and I give zero fucks. But like, I'm just in a different mindset. But I used to cry a lot. So it I guess that was like a red flag like I I was like overly sensitive and Mm -hmm. it took my last relationship to sort of wake me up and like say hey you need to focus on yourself stop worrying about these other guys like you know the only person you have at the end of the day is like yourself you don't have like your exes or whatever yeah so yeah so it like took me a while for me to like learn that and understand that like a good like 23 almost 24 years but it's fine we learned it I'm I'm good to go. Um so I hopefully like I don't know, hopefully that's not like a red flag anymore. Um I don't know if there's anything I do specifically that's sort of like a red flag. Maybe talking about my exes on like first dates. Um but I I don't really talk like about them in an ill way. So mm-hmm. I feel like it might not be a red flag. Please correct me if I'm wrong because maybe that's why I don't get second dates. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i just remembered a red flag of mine mm. i think like because of my overthinking like um i'm easily swayed if that makes sense like during the date i wouldn't feel a type of way with this guy or anything but once i get home and i'm thinking of what happened and what he did i'm like oh i'm like i think he really likes me and then i'll like the next time i see him i'll like overthink everything again but like mm. it amplifies when it's like just normal actions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if that's you're, you're focusing on the small de- details, like not like the bigger picture almost. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I get that. I get that. I think that's so normal. And that's, what, though. and that's what keeps me from seeing the red flags from them. Oh. And like I'll mention to you like one or two red flags, but like they're big red flags. Mm-hmm. But because there's so many little things, I'm just like, oh, but he did that. He did this. You're like no but like he did he said this or he did that you know yeah 
and it's like not just a small red flag it's like a big red flag but like it gets over my head mm, honestly i feel like my favorite pastime is looking past these red flags and like looking the other way like <laughs> i it looks like it's a it's a flag saying let's go let's right go, like it's drawing me in <laughs> like i'm not even gonna lie um with my most recent relationship um this guy straight up told me like i i asked him i was like so do you see this relationship going anywhere like be honest with me because i'm not here to waste your time i'm not like i also hope that you don't waste my time and this guy hit me with i'm just trying to live life and i was like <laughs> i hate that line. i was like don't fucking say that to me again like i was pissed um mm -hmm. mind you i didn't say that word for word and i know he's gonna listen to this and i'm gonna be like yeah i'm calling you out <laughs> but um <laughs> it was like it just left a really bad taste in my mouth because I was like, if you want to live life, go fucking live life. But if you want to live life and have me in it, With make me. that clear. Yeah. Don't tell me like, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to live life when I ask you where the like relationship is going. Like it just didn't sit mm -hmm. well. And I think that was like a huge red flag for me, but um, I called him out on his shit and we, but are we you still seeing him? <laughs> we gonna keep that quiet. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm just okay. kidding I'm just kidding but I am still talking to him and we're just trying to see where things go because you know not <laughs> not everyone is meant to be together the classic fuckboy answer yo I'm just I'm, trying to see just, where I'm things see, go I'm yeah. just vibing it out but uh, but we are exclusive I will admit that because um, this guy like messaged me the other day and he's like hey like are you single and I literally had to tell him like I'm not single but I'm not in a relationship but I'm talking to someone I don't want to mess that up um but i appreciate you asking me it takes a lot of guts but sorry like i'm not on the market and i had to tell this hey, guy you that. you hot oh my god i'm you a hot hottie. commodity <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm kidding by the way i'm not trying to like gas myself up i'm actually like just alone here <laughs> but um yeah that that was like a red flag that i noticed and those types of things mm -hmm. i feel like you should avoid saying because oh yeah for sure it, it just really directs the relationship in a very different way and it shows that it or it comes across as though you don't care and mm -hmm. like whether you're together or not like it literally does not affect you and you want a relationship yeah. to affect you hopefully for like the better but mm -hmm. yeah so watch your words <laughs> but um hopefully you guys also agreed with our red flags and then you realize maybe you have a red flag that we listed <laughs> mm -hmm. we're talking about you <laughs> yeah we're talking about you but honestly i feel like there's probably more that we didn't mention but i think these are like the major ones you know tune in again next sunday for another episode bye